Welcome to the SDA Housing Podcast, brought to you by NDIS Property Australia. Before starting this episode, we need to provide a general disclaimer. Information contained in this podcast is general in nature only. It does not take into account the objectives, financial situation, or needs of any particular person. You need to consider your financial situation and needs before making any decisions based on the information in this podcast. And you should consider seeking independent and professional advice for your personal circumstances. All right, let's begin. Welcome to the NDIS Property Australia podcast. My name is Emilita De Silva. I'm one of the investor relations managers at NDIS Property Australia, and I'd like to welcome you to our very first podcast. I'm here with our director, Min Lee, and today he is going to explain to us the ins and outs of an NDIS SDA property investment. Take it away, Min. Thank you, Emilita. This is so amazing. Wonderful. First time ever I've been dreaming about this, wishing about this idea of doing a podcast for a long, long time, like a year and a half, two years now. And we're here now with a wonderful team here in Brisbane, uh, just working together, all 11 of us, trying to figure out how to deliver more SDA properties in Australia for the needy. And the needy being? Our participants. or the participants. All all the participants. Yeah. So- Emily, so what do you do here in NDS Property Australia? So I would say the main focus of my role is to educate our investors of the ins and outs of what this investment really means. Because at the end of the day, they're not just buying simply a house. These are houses built for the participants of the NDIS. So there's a lot of education that goes into that because it is quite a complicated space. So yeah, educating. And what kind of challenges do you find in talking to new investors who are trying to understand more about the SDA market? Well, I think the first thing to think about is they've heard about this investment and they've heard, you know, 25% returns and they're definitely going to get that. So I think the biggest challenge, not so much a challenge, it's just an educational uh, piece on, on educating them about how the funding actually works for these investments because it's not as simple as, okay, I buy a house in Townsville and I'm going to get a 22% return straight up. Unfortunately, it's not as simple as that. So I would say that that's the first conversation piece that we go into. There are so many different topics Mm -hmm. when it comes to SDA, investment property. And we're not going to spend any great deal of time today talking about any one of these topics, but the topics will range from location demand supply, uh, lending from banks or non-bank lenders for the property, providers, meaning who to use for a housing provider, and in, in turn, uh, indirectly, the SIL provider, who is also known as the care provider, the design, the specifications, what's involved in the design of the house. Is it going to be a high physical support, HBS, also known as house, or is it a fully accessible house or will it be a robust design category home or a improved livability? And Emilita, that's just four of the design categories. We'll talk about the products, dwell- cover dwellings as well. Do you mean in terms of houses, uh, apartments, villas? Yeah, so there's there's heaps of different uh, combinations that you can get. A lot of what we have currently on our stock list is houses. 
So your typical four-bedroom, three-bedroom houses. But we also have uh, a lot of upcoming developments in different areas across all of Australia. Some of these are apartments, apartment living, or villas, which are very appealing because you can have one participant in there. So there's a bit more privacy. So there's lots of combinations that are appealing for different types of participants. So we, we talk you through that when you speak to us. And for those who don't know what a villa is, a villa is a, like a townhouse, but a, a low-set townhouse and a small version of a house. So that's what a, a villa is. And a villa is normally uh, a two-bedroom, one bathroom, one kitchen, one car garage, low-set, 150-square-metre internal and external area dwelling. And you normally find a villa in batches or bunches of three or four in one location at a time. And this makes it easier for the care provider to provide service of care amongst one location with various care carers on site. So yeah, that's just an example as well. Another topic of discussion in the future podcast will be tenancy mix mm-hmm. and expectations of yields. Emily, so what is your experience so far with regards to tenancy mixes? Yeah, so that is a long answer to that question, but very simply, if I give an example of, let's say, a HPS property, a HPS home can have HPS tenants, fully accessible tenants, as well as improved livability. And when people build these properties, a lot of the time they come in with the idea that they're going to get all high physical support tenants. But what we need to consider is the demand in that specific area and how the demand in that specific area, what type of participants are in that area as well as the fact that having three people in a property that are high physical support is probably not so realistic given the fact that there's generally generally one carer per property. So it's not impossible. But one thing to bear in mind is the types of tenancy mixes that are actually more likely. It's generally not going to be three HPS tenants it's probably going to be somewhere in the middle. And when you speak to us, we can talk you through that as well as provide you with a feasibility example which illustrates it to you. On top of that, it, it's you have to understand how, like what tenants can go together and what is likely. For instance, in a robust home, you're, un, you're generally not able to have, no, you're not able to have any other tenants aside from robust people. And we can go into the breakdown of what high physical support is, what robust is, what improved livability is, and what fully accessible is in another podcast. But I suppose the most important thing to note is that uh, there's a lot of education that needs to come into this, which yeah. is why we've created the podcast. Yeah. So we get a lot of inquiries every week. And we're doing this podcast to help alleviate the, I guess, what's the word, inquiry rate, the, the time we spend educating and taking people through the process of what's involved. And we hope this podcast can really help people better understand what is the pros and cons of the SDA market as an investor, and then also break it down into more specific areas and design categories and dwelling types and all of those kinds of things. So it's a very detailed process, I guess, yeah. Mm-hmm. Normally, our customers take two to three months to absorb it all, don't you think, Emily? Yes, definitely. And um, absorb it all, get their finance ready, and then to proceed, you know. And even still, they need the help of it, of a 
a builder who knows what's doing, uh, an SDA assessor, a provider, a lender, and consultants like us. Mm-hmm. Uh, very important there. Um, but again, this is just a really intro recording today. Just to explain who we are, what we do, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll cover more detail about all these different topics later on in future podcasts for sure. But Emily, to answer, anything else you want to add before we finish up today? I think the only thing I would add to that, Min, is yes, I'm really happy that we're putting this podcast together. It really assists in the educational piece and to fill any knowledge gaps for our investors. At the end of the day, you know, feel free to contact us if you want to discuss your specific circumstances and how we might be able to help you with your investment. Thank you so much, everybody. We will get back to you soon in our next podcast. The next next few days. And please give us a five-star Google review and say that I was awesome. Yes, thank you very much. Thank you. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please make sure you are subscribed and following us so you can keep in the loop with all of our upcoming episodes. We would really appreciate it if you could leave us a five-star rating, a written review, and to share this podcast with those that could benefit. Until next time, catch you on the next episode.